<laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, for episode 10 of A Slice of Beef. I'm Angus Hope. Gotta give shout-outs to Stony Creaser for the excellent theme song that he's produced for A Slice of Beef. And then I gotta give a shout-out to Grandma Bear's Home Baking, aisle 7 of the Old Strathcona Farmer's Market. Go check them out in Edmonton. Go get yourself a delicious butter tart and maybe some cinnamon buns, some bread, cookies, whatever you're feeling. El Nangasentia. All right. My guest this week is the man I've mentioned, I think, every single episode as the wisest 23-year-old, the legend who I said would never be on here, but he came on anyways because I was wrong, Adam John McLean. Hey, it's your boy. Wow. So honored that you Thank finally you. came on. I'm just super confused, but all the titles that you've given me over these eight episodes, nope. officially seven on Spotify. Nine, wait, what? Seven? I thought this was episode 10. Oh, I don't know what episode it is. Do you want to just recite this? Uh, this is episode 10. Okay, I mean... I literally just said that 30 seconds ago. Can I just restart? No. <laughs> oh. You can look like an idiot. Great. Um. Yeah, so I just want to clear up a couple of things. Uh, can you just tell me what... Um, what exactly I am, because you called me uh, really weird, a hipster, um, your best friend, your dad, uh, just a couple other things that I can't necessarily remember. Uh, see, I think I've called you punk, but not really being punk. Why is this 23-year-old? That was today, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm sure there's a couple others that I've forgotten. Uh, the guy who's watched me almost die a couple times? Uh, confirmed, yeah. Confirmed, yes. Uh, you want to tell the folk, kind folks about those times that I've nearly died? Yeah. Um, first time probably was when you almost fell into the lake and it was frozen. Oh, that was a classic. That was awesome. You're like, yeah, I can jump across this big ice crack and then you fell in. So there's <laughs> that. Um, the impressive thing is I didn't get really that wet. True. Uh, the second time, I don't know if this is in order, probably... When we were in Lake Louise, because I guess, you know, skiing is dangerous. I mean, I probably almost died more than you did, if we're being honest, because I snowboarded, oh, like three times. And so... I sent you down a black diamond. Yeah, you liked it. <laughs> oh, yeah, this confirmed black diamond is a blue square. And I'm like, all right, bet them. And then I went down and I nearly died because it was moguls. So, for those of you who don't understand what that is, that's a speed bumps on skills so you learn yeah i really learned when did you see me almost die at lake louise well i didn't like oh i guess if you want to call it dangerous I don't know. i'm kind of good so no big deal <laughs> <laughs> i'm good on two two pieces of wood and you're not yeah anyways um, yeah the most notable one was probably new like the handful of times. Handful? Not the, at least twice where you were. First, it was down the the quote unquote most southern point in New Zealand where you thought climbing down a 30 foot rock face, was, getting a picture, and then trying to climb back up the same 30 foot rock face was a smart idea. So that was a great time. And then the second time was at the lighthouse. Yeah. Where you just decided, oh yeah, again, another rock face. Let's just. What happens? So, hey, man, if there's a fence to that has a little opening, that thing's fair game. You jump that thing. I don't trust that, but okay. Yeah, it's your lame rule that I didn't follow. 
I'm kidding. Oh, yeah, you didn't actually see the time that I got fake arrested down in New Zealand. Well, I mean, it's something. Yeah. That's about the most iconic picture that I have put up so far. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I th- yeah, no, I can confirm. That's 150 likes, and that's uh, where I maxed out. I know. Wow, indeed. I know. I felt like a champion. Okay. Can ad reads now, I guess. Yes, you can do your personal ad reads. Yeah, so I'm thinking about things that I wanted to say for ad reads. Uh, so if you're in Winnipeg um, and you like hardcore, and when I say hardcore, I mean like punk rock, there's a band called Locked In. You should check them out. Or for the same style, it's called Handy Game, and they're in... Edmonton. So if you're in Edmonton and or Winnipeg, there are two bands, uh, Endgame and Locked In. Check them out. Also, if you're in Winnipeg, if you're into the EDM scene and you uh, like cool stuff with the guitars and whatever, I have a friend. Her name is Erin. She does like a session in a dance studio on Sunday. So if you're into wanting to practice your baton's ruling skills and uh, light bulb things. If you know what I'm talking about, you know exactly what I'm talking about, but if you don't, you just think I'm moron, which I'm okay with too. But if you're into that stuff, go um, check out her stuff. I'll, I can just DM me on my Instagram. Uh, Yo, what's your Instagram? Let's hear that Instagram. out. It's Adam J. McLean uh, on Instagram. It's really self-centered. I think the last like eight photos I've posted are just like, my face. I think it's great. Hold Maybe on, let's talk about them. why you posted your face. Like, I mean, I'm pretty great looking, I think. So that's At least a six out of ten. Yeah. Solid six, maybe six and seven. Seven if I'm really drunk. Yeah, Um, but in actuality, I um, one of my buddies, he owns a clothing company, which is my last plug. It's called Cabin Street. It's super tight. It's all about lakes and, like, cabins and stuff. So there's... A lot of Winnipeg lakes on there already. If you have a custom order, they have a custom shop. So feel free to look that up, cabinstreet.com. But anyways, in some of their photos of their clothing brand, they picture me in that. So uh, yeah, they're like, hey, we're a model. And I was like, yeah, sure. Well, Adam McLean, the hottest model to hit Winnipeg since 2020, 2019. Ish, yeah. Ish, ish. So, so also, that's, that's, that's what's been pumping my Instagram. Yeah, so $500 per ad read. So We'll, we'll lower it down to 1250 because you're a friend. I yeah, so lower. <laughs> I see how it is. Yeah. This guy's trying to rip me off. <laughs> uh, so anyways. Oh. <laughs> that, was, that was a fantastic ad read. We should get you to do real ad reads one day. Thank you. Love it. You are. You are. What are some of the great things that you're great at? Um... Laughing in uncomfortable situations. Mm. Um, I play the bass guitar on occasion. Um, what about the stand-up bass? I mean, I, I rent a stand-up bass on occasion, so that's what's expensive, man. Um, I my homies. So oh yeah, you're actually tight as heck when it comes to supporting the home slices. Yeah, so if anyone needs support, I'm here. Yeah, I take up. Like eighty-five percent of Adam's time with the emotional, but the physical he's pretty good at too. Yeah, I'll show up. If you got an event, text me or DM me. I'll be there. Slide into those DMs. Yeah, be kind of this guy. Yeah, no mean people in my DMs because they're 
you get blocked and then I might yell at you on the podcast and make you feel bad. Roasted. Boom roasted. I'm not good at roast, but you'll feel bad. <laughs> or I'll just yell at you, which is can be scary, so I've heard. Yeah, so there's that too. So. Yeah. Wow. When did you start playing the OG bass? Like the upright? No, no, no like, well, not the OG, but like, when, when did you first start playing regular bass? Uh, so I probably started in middle school. Uh, so that was probably about the time for me in grade seven when we were getting into jazz band. And uh, that was probably also the same time that my friends, wa- my friend at the time wanted to start a band called that J-Force. J-Force? Like yeah. the letter? Yeah, the letter J-Force. Because we were going to be a rock group. Yeah. Um, so we, were like, we could, obviously I couldn't play guitar because my friends was a guitarist. So they were like, why don't you just play bass? And I'm like, I actually kind of wanted to play drums, but that's fine. I'll play bass. So picked up the bass and I thought to myself, oh, I can play this in jazz band. And then there were already kids who could play way better than me. So I was like, dang, can't play in jazz band, but I can still learn anyways. So that was kind of what started It's just, I don't know. Did you do but jazz band all the way through, yeah, or man. all the way until grade twelve? Dang! Hence why I have such a right. But like your music tastes are super tight. On occasion, it's like no, I, I enjoy them except for the anime theme songs that you like blow out of your car sometimes. Yeah, they're awesome. Okay, um, <laughs> my favorite thing is that if anyone ever asks me that, or if anyone ever tells me that they like anything, I like to push that. So <laughs> generally. So if you if anyone ever feels like hey I want to go for a drive with Adam, just tell me that you like any music and I will legitimately test you in all friends. I should create a Spotify for the title. I like everything. The heaviest EDM to like this classical music. They like the heaviest pop and then to like death metal. I love it. And then you gotta get like some old timey country in there as well. Yeah, like. On Denver, but he's not even old time. He's just like, oh, like, like I'm talking like 1930s country. Uh, wait, uh, Hank Williams Jr. Oh, yes. Like we're talking, Hank. Hank. Old, old people. I get you. Yeah, yeah. I'll uh, I'll work on that. Yeah. Maybe I'll throw that in my throw the link in my. Yeah. Like yeah. If you want to challenge people, like Adam challenges the good folks of the world. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, so right now you work for a local fitness company who's fairly well known, but I'm not going to throw out their name because they haven't paid me yet. Yeah, I don't know. If, uh, I don't want any legal action to be taken. Yeah, that's true. I work at a fitness company. Um, I'm one of their, uh, for lack of a better term, sales people. Ooh. So if what's the official title? It's called a fitness advisor. So I I advise people on their fitness goals. Uh, as to what they want to do and how I can, we can get them in the gym. So, like, it sounds slimy, but, like, I'm just trying to be like, hey, man, if you want to be in a gym, then, like, go for it. But, like, here's our gym. Here's what we have. I think it will help you. But if you don't want to be at our gym, that's fine. Just get in a gym because that's the real travesty that people will just look at, like, one part of it. It doesn't matter. They'll just look at the price and be like, just... This is too high of a price, and I don't want to be at this gym. And it's like, okay, but also, you eat out every day and wait for the dishes, which I know is 20 bucks every time. So 
How do I know that? Because I did that myself. Skip the dishes, you want to sponsor? <laughs> so <laughs> I just delete skip the dishes on my phone. But yeah, people will like look at one aspect and let that be a wall for them. So my job is to kind of break down these walls and be like, hey, even if you don't want to be at our gym at the end of the day, like go find a gym, go start working out, go start getting yourself better. So then that way, you know, you're not looking at yourself 10 years down the road and asking yourself why you have all these different problems or why you know, your health isn't doing so great. It's because you want to do all the things that you're doing for Dang, I love it. Real everyone, go DM Adam as soon as you're done listening to this podcast and go purchase a fitness program off of him. Real, he deserves if you it. Want. If you want. but If you have a gym, don't dip. I mean, as much as I love it, Get your gym if you have one that you actually like. Yeah, but you know, we're just trying to get Adam built up here. Give him some cred. And I have enough cred. Yeah, yo. And he's not slimy enough just to slide into my DMs and be like, hey, you want to buy a gym membership? No, it's because I blocked you. Subtly. Dang. Eventually. Subconscious. You monster. That's how I do my job. That's how he <laughs> does his job, and I love it. Um... All right. Where has been your favorite travel place in the world? Why? I, I mean, I know this, but do they know this? The listeners, you're seven, me being uh, one. It's 15, <laughs> thank you. Oh, congratulations, you doubled. <laughs> um, I had to buy them with bot money. Oh, I see. Nice. Uh, well, I think uh, Minneapolis is pretty cool. Oh, dang. Uh, just kidding. It's New Zealand, because New Zealand is probably the tightest place yeah, if for I real. Be back there, I would be back there. Look, That's you... a lie. If I knew it was a good decision for me to be in New Zealand right now, I would. Because I have the money and I would do it in a heartbeat, but I need to be smart, you know? Or you could listen to your best friend who gives terrible ideas and says, hey, let's just go to New Zealand and take our chances. Yeah, that sounds pretty. Uh... <laughs> Oh no, I have to watch this moron die eight more times before he really dies. Can't <laughs> stop me, I know how to buckle those things. Thanks indeed. Uh, so why was New, uh, New Zealand your favorite? Well, I think the reason why I like New Zealand so much is that it's more or less just like Canada, but one, it's either better because it's pretty tight um and as well um like the scenery is gorgeous don't get me wrong a man of Joba prairie always has my heart however um you know being able to take a nice day and just get away and just go to the beach and not have to worry about frostbite ever again would be <laughs> pretty awesome i'm pretty tired of scraping off my car so, so but also typhoons are real and earthquakes. Yeah, I can experience it. Remember that time we survived two pretty dangerous uh, typhoons? Sure. I didn't think much of it. All I knew was that, oh, it's raining outside. And I didn't think. Yeah, and then we found out, like, most of Nelson was destroyed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, um, is that called the King's Tide or something like that? Uh, so, no, so that was a different time, but where there's a King's, King's Tide. Yeah, that's what it was. Which wasn't the typhoon, but was also incredibly dangerous. I think we were down in uh, Blenheim for that one. No, yeah, we were in Nelson for that one. Okay. Like, at least for me, I was. Uh, 
Oh yeah, no, I went to um, Ford Spain. Spain Ford? Like Something like that. Something Ford and Payne. And, uh, okay, Mr. Icelandic. Um, yeah. We went out there. It was a great time. We almost lost me and uh, another girl in the river. Shocker. Shocker. Angus almost died again. I, I can't control him. <laughs> For $3 a day, you could help this poor man get alive. <laughs> One in hundred. <laughs> oh no, I'm on the Pipeliners um, support program. $500 a day helps me buy a pack of smoke, the hotel room, and potential drugs. Ah. Uh, yes, that's where, I, that's where I'm at right now. Just kidding, everyone. It's not $3 anymore. It's 500 That's oh, what happens yeah. when you get into the Pipelines. You get addicted to that kind of coin. Yeah. Big money. Nice. All right, and then you had mentioned that you're from Manitoba. What is your favorite thing about this place? Um, rent's pretty cheap, so that's <laughs> awesome. Um, once you know the lay of the land, it's pretty safe. Like everyone gets on Manitoba for being like murder capital of Canada, but that's per capita. So like you go to Ottawa or like the GTA, like more people get. In that area, then we do your Manitoba because it's per capita people, and we get. But it's only because of the major cities. But like you look at the rest of Canada, you look at the small towns. I've lived in two of the most dangerous towns in Canada. So, uh, for it's not uh, GP, um, Grand Prairie. Grand Prairie, yep. Uh, that's for the shout out for the Alberta boys. Shout out. <laughs> Yeah, work GP, no big deal. And uh, then Fort Nelson. Not Fort Nelson, Fort Fort George? St. George. Something George in northern BC. How hilarious. I know, it's only one. Yeah. Sorry, Alberta and BC, I think they're super tight. But it's easy to make fun of them. Yeah. You know, if you could stop, if your cost of living could not be so high, we'd as well. Right? Then I'd be back in Edmonton if they only had a radio program that wasn't two years long. Yeah. Well, I mean, you'll be back there. Some fools might have convinced me to move to the province and stay here, but who knows? The Lord knows. That's the important thing. But of course. What's uh, what's the big old dream of Adam McLean? The dream? The dream. What is it? You're living the dream. Yeah. Um, like, dreams can be, like, easily, like, tangible and achievable, but then there's also, like, dreams that are intangible or never able to reach. But, like, I think if there was a perfect scenario, I would say if I could somehow be musically talented enough just to be able to meet music all day that'd be pretty tight um or i don't want to say travel blogger because those jobs are actually really really tough but like i also don't want to say influencer because super if traveling was involved that'd be pretty tight right so i mean main goal technically if you combine those two you for ambition but i also i have a heart for sports and like so definitely something 
the narrow. I'm the goal right now, I guess. What's the tangible goal, I guess? The tangible goal right now is I'm trying to get into physiotherapy. Um, the hard part about that is that um, kinesiology is quite a competitive degree. So if I end up doing the physio part, which I probably have to because it's a bachelor's and a master's, Ooh. then, um, you know, I got to bust my butt. But, um, I mean, since working at the gym, I have my hand there. So we'll, uh, we'll see how this goes. I love it. Love the big dreams. All right, so uh, with your travel blog, let's just say that takes off by some so magic I'm an chance. Instagram influencer, yeah. Kendall Jenner, yeah. Uh, you're you have at least 1.3 million followers. You have Air New Zealand flying you around the world. Yeah, the check mark. Yeah, and you you know you get to they travel. Wing photos. Yeah. <laughs> um, where where would you hit up first if they were paying for you just to go? I can fly anywhere in the world. Yeah, yeah. More or less. Um, when you got you got to spend like a couple of weeks there, you got to, you know, really get to be a part of the environment. That's not New Zealand because we already know that answer. True. Um, there's a lot of places I want to go. They have like different things about them. Okay. Like, I'd love to travel to the southern states because then you know I can actually have Popeyes chicken and not be weird. In Popeye's chicken, but like actually cooking, and like the jazz and Latin influences down there are just just insane. But then the other part of me is like, well, I'm gonna go to Spain, yeah, because that's where the legit where it all came from, obviously. Um, but part of me is also interested in Japan and like that sort of culture, because as we've already discussed, I You're do enjoy. Weeaboo anime on occasion, but I also enjoy their art for most of it. Um, some of their art is definitely weirder and interesting, as we've all seen, but yeah, two things would be definitely to take in their art culture uh, and to take in their automotive industry. There's an anime called Initial D, which was in, popular in the 90s, which was all about that downhill disc racing, aged animating. And, uh, it's definitely pretty cool. So, yeah, just like seeing the whole car, car culture there with the yeah, Japanese domestic market. Ooh. What was your favorite anime so far? Um, As of right now, I probably have to say Naruto. And everyone gets mad at me whenever I say Naruto or Naruto, because apparently I say it wrong. But that one, I definitely like, because I spend, you know, hours on it. Looking through the uh, a thousand canon episodes. There's a bunch of episodes, and, like, some of them actually go along with the storyline, and some of them are just, like, weird filler. So you can go on a bunch of filler episodes and just skip them. Netflix, are so. you able to do the Naruto run? Um, kind of, like not fast. But you're able to, like, you you're, you got it down. Were you, the, were you the weird Naruto kid runner in high school? I was not, thank goodness. <laughs> but anytime I feel like being dumb, if I'm with a group of people and I'm a little bit lagging behind because I just have my shoe or whatever, I in the run. Well, I run with the people who get them to get them there and then they laugh. I mean, for a big dude, you can move too. Thanks, football. Thanks, football, indeed.
But you're not the long distance sprint. You've got the short distance game. Yeah. Um, if you're running away from me, if I don't catch you in the first 100 meters, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm already out of breath. <laughs> I love it. All right, let's let's discuss that one time we went to camp and happened to meet. How did we meet, Adam? Um, we met at a camp that you mentioned many times before, Camp Arns. Camp Arnie's. Arnes. Arns. Um, oh, you got that. Sorry. Anyways, um, so we met at Camp Arns. Um, with Arnes, but because we stayed there. So, Angus and I met in 2016. Um. We both were doing a program called Ford, and for those of you who haven't listened to the podcast before, Ford is a one to two program focusing on camp and how camp runs in the season that's not summer. So Angus and I did both years of Ford. Um, so the first year we were roommates, and we I'll survive that, and then from roommates, we upgraded to housemates, so we didn't have to share the same room, but we lived together. I only saw his testicles twice. And now everyone knows. Um, so he flashed me deliberately. Look at my testicles. That's a lie. They'd fall uh, out of his shorts. Look at them. I don't know what to say. Um, so yeah, we were housemates in the second year, and then from there, we decided to. Talking after camp. We weren't tired of each other yet, so somehow we're still going. Wow. I'm going to blame the Lord on that one. What's your favorite camp memory? Favorite camp memory? Yeah. Um, Let's do favorite summer and favorite uh, year round. I would say probably some of my favorite camp memories was when I was football coordinator. Classic. Because they're just like the rowdiest kids you get at camp. So sometimes they can be super funny, and then sometimes they can be super dreadful. But I definitely enjoyed football a lot, even though it didn't look like it at some points in time. Uh, and then as for like favorite year-round memory, like there's so many things that happened in the last few years that you can to like place something. But if I had to say one of my like favorite Camp memories would probably probably be the lake trek. Like the lake trek and the solo trek were super sweet, but also just like um, being able to teach classes was like super fun. Like now I actually know how to build a fire, and I also like trust myself like if I had any other situations. Right, like it's actually so cool what we can actually do compared to some other people. Yeah. So sorry for. Yeah, we can build fires and survive out in the wilderness for like three weeks. Maybe. As long as Angus doesn't get a bear. Hey, I'll fight the bear, at least bear hand, for at least three minutes. If I'm lucky. So again. <laughs> please donate to the cause of Please Support Angus for $3 a day. Yeah. <laughs> he needs some milk. <laughs> no, I had to stop drinking milk because that stuff became hard on my body. You're lactose intolerant? Why don't you just tolerate it? <laughs> wow, you're depressed? Why don't you just stop being depressed? Oh. Um, <laughs> all my humor is just related to I hate it. I love it, but I hate it. Honestly, if you want to send this guy vines, he'll already know them, but he'll send you more vines because he's that cool. There are a couple. 
that I don't know. But for a majority of mine was popular, I would watch Vines of August part four of X and I would watch those. Now it's just vines that cure depression at two AM. Or vines that vines that I came from my grandparents. Have you shown your grandparents vines? I don't think they would understand. <laughs> I think Vine is a little quick, you know, because it's six seconds, or oh, whatever yeah. it was, or it's just like, it would be really fast. And your grandparents just wouldn't be like, come on, is there more? Some of them they would get, others they probably wouldn't. That's fair. Um, what is your favorite, what is your conspiracy theory that you legitimately believe in? Um... You know, they there are things that I'm always kind of paranoid about um, that probably aren't rational, but they've like kind of freaked me out ever since. Such as, I can I can't think of them on now, but like they're saying that I'm unsettled about like I'm a big thing about food safety, mm. so I'm super paranoid. The second I read the like as before. Date, like the second something's after best before date i know it's best before still pretty okay after but like the second the best before date hits i'm super just like oh no i gotta throw it out it's gonna grow legs and eat me so, um uh, has two percent milk come and get you yet come and got you um no because i accidentally drank expired milk when i first moved in I had to get my roommate because he was listening to the podcast this morning. I was like, is this expired? Because, again, I've never had to deal with expired milk. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, man, that's super expired. I was like, oh, <laughs> oops. And so, I mean, I, I made it out okay. There you go. Only a slight case of the poops and the bad tasting mouth. Yeah. It's all Gucci. You lived. Yeah. I Maybe I'm a ghost. Oh, man. Ghost podcast. My favorite. Know. Oh, but that's your conspiracy theory. Is that a really a conspiracy? Um, or is that I just paranoia? Say it's, a, say it's a conspiracy. I mean, I mean, I do believe that taxation is um, so I don't know if that's also a conspiracy or if that's proven. Um, those are like weird conspiracies because I can, I don't know, like 9 11, aliens. I don't know, maybe like, I don't know, we could, we could look up conspiracies, but like, that's just fun. I just thought you might have, I thought you might be the guy who has a little key conspiracy thing. You're just like, maybe the NHL is rigged and we're all just being secret about it. Or that time that Russia made a beat uh, the US to the, to the moon. Or was the moon landing faked? I'm not so sure about the moon landing, but... Uh... I haven't done enough research on the moon. <laughs> uh, what if the back half of the moon is inhabited by it? Ooh. No one's seen the back of it. Yes, they have. Go down to New Zealand. You saw it. It rotates, you silly goof. Conspiracy theory solved. I am perfect now. <laughs> well, I'm glad we solved that case so quickly. <laughs> I don't even think I'm an idiot. <laughs> they are. That's Emily. fine. That's fine. It's not like our Kiwi friends listen to this. They definitely listen. 
Sorry, Susan and Caitlin. Uh, I don't think Susan listens. I don't think she understands the concept Lily. of podcast. I think Lily listens. This is your Lily or Caitlin, but they won't admit it. Someone, Someone in Nelson listens. One of the Nelson listeners, Nelson New Zealand listeners, DM me and tell me who it is so I can hold it around. <laughs> and then let's also hold the fact that Adam didn't know that the moon rotated. Mistake. <laughs> Do you think Africa is just a country too? Uh, it's also right Now <laughs> you've blessed the podcast now for mentioning that. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it's a cover by Weezer. Which was terrible. I haven't listened to it. You got to lie, I listened to it. I just couldn't make it. it. Yeah, you know what? It's a solid 3 out of 10. Now yeah. we know. Now we know. Hard. Sorry if you're a fan of that song. No, no. So you're a fan of this, the, the Weezer version? <laughs> My roommate, uh, TJ. No, no. The original version is pretty tight, but like the, the, uh, the Weezer version is pretty weak. I'm a big fan of Weezer. I mean, I am too. That blue album was great. I'm debating so, the band. The band. Oh, uh, not the acting condition. Already blowing up my Christmas candle. It doesn't matter. We we didn't catch that on the. We managed to pick up uh, CJ there. It was impressive. Right on. Love it. Everyone, that's my roommate CJ. We went to high school oh. together. <laughs> um. All right. Uh. What was uh. Um. Talk about why the Oilers are so bad. Oh, well, actually, <laughs> right now, as we're recording, the Oilers are currently playing right now against Chicago. Chicago. Uh, Edmonton is up 4-3, to three, so suck a dick. And the Jets are losing 4-1 to the Rangers. So double suck a dick. Yikes, indeed. I just like getting I know you do. But, you know. The time. Oh, let's... Yeah, remind me, remind everyone how you got under my skin during bowling, that I bowled a 74. So, 74 in 5-fin bowling, which is pretty bad. I would say it's just because you're probably having an off day. And I was in that chair disturbing mood. And so because of that, I just found, like, the way to get under your skin. Bad trash talking. So anytime you just like let go of the ball, I would say something. Well, I just wouldn't. Like, you're the classic dirt disturber. If I want to be. If you want to be. Like, you can also be like such a wholesome person, but you can also just like wreck someone's game. Depends on how I'm feeling. That's true. Like when Sophia, who you have also heard on the podcast, when her and I were working beside each other, I would get in a mood where I just wanted to bug her. And then. She would get in a mood where she would just want to punch me in the face. So sometimes those overlapped, but other times they didn't. So I like, so I would just be like, "Hey, Sophia, guess what?" And then I would do something stupid, like burp in her face. Yeah, burp in her face, and she would get angry at me. And then the other times we'd be sitting beside each other, and she would just come to me and says, "You know what? I just want to punch you in the face right now." And granted, I deserved it probably. 95% of the time. At least. 85 probably. Yeah, that's more like but it. But like that other like 15% was just like me doing work on occasion. And she would just be mad at me. So that's why we were only able to get work done once every two weeks. I mean, we didn't have work. No, like that was the most ridiculous job ever. But whatever. It was good. It was, good. It was fun. We got to hang out together. 
Yeah. Yeah. We went to a moose game. That was fun. I got chirped all the way out. Hey, man. It was a tight jersey. Still a great jersey. My best photo has been on in that jersey. <laughs> You're just jealous because you guys don't have Connor McDavid. Yes, you are, because you don't have enough knowledge about the hockeys. I know what hockey is, and that's about it. That's about it. I love it. Love that you're honest. But uh, how about that time you played high school football? How did that go? Yeah, it was pretty awesome until um, I didn't realize what I was doing, which happened three separate times in three years. <laughs> Basically, what happened was I played football a little bit as a kid, and then in high school, one of my buddies, his name is Ben, he was like, hey, we should play high school football. And so in my grade 10 year, I got into football again, um, played defensive back, didn't know what I was doing, didn't know what the score was at any of our games, but I just had fun. And then... Tim Bits football, just having fun. In high school, yeah. <laughs> and then in grade 11, I moved from defensive back to linebacker. Uh, so what that means is I'm on the defense and basically it's one of the harder jobs on defense. Uh, so for never having playing that position and being like 170 pounds soaking right in the highest division, I had my work cut out for me, which I did okay Any big tackles? I was close a couple times. But, you know, I... And then in grade 12, I moved again to... Defensive line, I gained a little bit of weight, so that kind of helped. Um, and I played defensive line for the first half of the season. And then one of our um, offensive linemen who had, oh, I would say five concussions at the time. How he got to play all um, Got his sixth concussion in the middle of the season. So they were like, hey, guess what? You've been promoted. To O-line, and I was like, awesome. So I struggled my way through that, and then uh, that was my grade 12 year. But that doesn't end where this ends. Uh, so in the back half of my grade 12 year, year, I was nominated for the Senior Bowl team, which more or less just means if you're pretty okay at playing football, in grade 12, they had two teams citywide. Uh, so, and they would take the east side versus the west side. So, I somehow got managed to get drafted onto the west side team. And then we played a game in the Blue Bomber Stadium, which was pretty cool. And then from there, they were like, hey, man, you should go try out for the uh, all star team against the U18 team because provinces have their U18 team. In, I know Montreal, but the glory of saying that. Anyways, so I went into that game, played that game, or played my role, which was defensive line at the time, and played my role to the best of my ability until the last two minutes of the game. I finally get my shift in. Uh, I try doing the role that I'm supposed to, to not get too just to go about it. I'm not going to explain how design works. Basically, I try and do my job on D-line. I get twisted, and I don't know exactly what happened. It's kind of a blur, but basically I felt my leg fold in half, and then I was on the ground. 
and I couldn't, and then I couldn't heal from halfway up my leg down. Broke my leg in the last two minutes of my football career. Now my goal at that point was to go on to play football, but uh, in that moment I realized that wasn't the plan at anymore. So that was kind of my football career. The Lord stopped you in your tracks. Yeah, is it the Lord works in mysterious ways? I'm very. I don't. Maybe this is my conspiracy theory. Like I think. I don't want to say officially that like that was a God moment where he was like, no, I don't want you playing football, so I'm going to break your leg. I think that was just like because my leg had broken in that scenario. He. Uh, to shoot. Kind of fueled my love for uh, physical rehab. Yeah, crushing it. Not my leg, but yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the thing's got titanium in it now, so good luck yeah. crushing that leg. Me and Sia were titanium. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that song came out like ten years ago. That's nuts. Yeah. Right. Maybe like seven, but like it's a decently old song at this point. Thanks, David Guetta. Thanks, David Guetta and Sia. Who wasn't that big at that time? I think. Is she even big, anyways? I don't know. There's chicks that are into her for some reason or another. She's talented, I'd say. I don't, yeah, she's, it's not that she's not talented. I just don't think she was ever. Like, I think she was top 40, like everyone knew about her, but like no one. I don't think she ever got a number. No, like everyone. Unfortunate. But yeah, but yeah, like everyone knew about her, but no one like truly embraced her. Just like, I don't know if there's any other comparables there. Are you looking to get more sounds on, or are you looking up Sia? As much as I'd love to find more soundboard apps, I'm just like looking at. Wow. Thank you. No one's DMing me. Yet, no one's so. DM. <laughs> this isn't live, so good luck. What? What? We're I not know. live streaming? We're not ever You're telling me that this is a recorded podcast? Right. That's my conspiracy That's theory. That's your everyone. conspiracy theory. <laughs> Terrible conspiracy theory because everyone knows this thing is podcasted, recorded, because I keep screwing up the days when I need to release this. Because I said, oh, let's just release every Wednesday. And then that SoundCloud screwed me over. They're like, actually, it's going to be Thursday. It's like, okay, cool. And for some reason, it just started dropping Fridays. I'm like, left my life. That kind of just reminds me. YouTuber, his uh, tag is Bro Science Life. Him, YouTube. Anyways, when he first started his YouTube, he would be like, "New videos every Friday," and now at the end of his videos, it's like, "New videos," and then just like dead silence, and then he moved on to like his. Merch. If you think about it, like YouTubers selling merch has just become like a popular thing in the last like three years. Dang. Or, I don't know. I'm, I've fallen out of relevance with YouTube. Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah, I've lost the thing. It's like all the people that I was into when they had like 40,000 followers and subs. I was like, yeah, you're cool. And now they got like a million subs. Like, you're cool, but you're less cool. Yeah, I remember way back in the day when like Shane Nelson was Dang, what a time that was. For Apple stuff and. Um, I mean, wasn't outed as a creep yet, even though I knew he was kind of off his rocker. Do you remember Smosh? 
OG Smosh. They're the OG Smosh. Like, they're still technically around. Like, I actually watched some of their stuff because it's kind of funny. Yeah. But it's, like, because it's the thing that I watch is improv comedy. But, like, talking about the OG, like, Anthony and Ian stuff, like, that was that was the good stuff. Or Fred. Yikes. You want to go back in time. That's your go back in time. Uh, orange. Oh, Yep, that's that definitely woke up several memories that I thought I'd burnt. Thank you. <laughs> or Ray William Johnson. Yeah. Um, who else? How many, they, like there were just so oh, like Ryan Higa. Oh. With his like how do we make how do we if you Someone made the parallel that if you go back and watch them now, they haven't necessarily aged well. That like, does anything age well these days? Not really. No, thanks like, woke culture. But yeah, it's just like it, I back in the day, I thought they were funny. So. Hey man, it was a different time. Young YouTube was, was just flawless society. It really was. But we're here now. Yeah. Well, once people realize that they can make. kind of where monetization that's that's a whole other ballpark it really is having issues with and now every jackass with a computer and two microphones thinks he can make a podcast yeah that works weird right yeah he just follows his dreams thinks he's gonna be famous and probably won't but you know he's got his grandparents sponsoring him he's trying he's trying his best three hundred dollars gets you at least 15 episodes of sponsorships wow indeed there we go. So we have five more episodes, as I've learned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, they only started getting sponsored after episode three, oh. which includes the trash episode, which is no longer being able to be found. I listened to it. It was I trash. Know. I'm so sorry to anyone that actually listened to that. <laughs> like, yeah, it was bad. Like, because the stuff that you're talking about was stupid, but also the audio quality was off. <laughs> Yeah. So for me, that was like kind of even the bigger issue. Just like because, the double bad. Yeah, you could hear you. Like I could hear you. Like off in the even though I was like, literally talking right into the mic. Yeah, and then it's like two of your three of us. Well, there was three of you. Yeah, but two two of you guys were super clear. One of you was a little, one of them was a little quieter, and then you well, in another room. Yeah, it's like. allegedly in another room. Yeah. So more or less. If you remember Xbox chat rooms from like Modern Warfare 2, that's more or less what episode it was uh, four, four was. Which is going to become a Patreon uh, buy-in. OnlyFans buy-in? Uh, OnlyFans. They also get a topless, teacher, uh, topless photo of me. Yeah. Wow, indeed. If so, if you want to find that, you just wait for my Patreon. <laughs> you don't have to pay more. <laughs> <laughs> you want me closed? It's at least $6. Thanks. If you want a photo of Adam, look at my Instagram. Oh, dang it. I was going to try to sell you. No, thanks. No, dang it. Look at my Instagram. You keep it wholesome up in this house. Super wholesome, actually. Yeah. I, think, I don't think I've ever heard Adam actually cuss for reels. Maybe once. Maybe once or twice. Oh, no. That's only when we play sociables. I mean, not sociables. Aren't those crackers? Yeah, they are. <laughs> Only when Adam eats crackers, he gets mad and he just like crunches them up and drops them <laughs> <Yeah>. in <that> bomb. 
These aren't the crackers I want. These aren't vegetable sins. These aren't saltines. These aren't roasted red pepper triscuits. Ooh, throw a little bit of hummus on those bad boys. Love them. I have to sh give a shout out to Sophia because she and Dixon put me on the hummus. And I feel like I have been missing something. Right? Because I haven't had hummus. Dang. I was just, I guess we could say that. Yeah. Or Bubba Ganoush. That stuff is tight. I have not had that. Oh, like go to Sobeys next time and then just like get yourself a little thing of uh, baba ganoush and like a baguette. And uh, if you can do the carbs, 10 out of 10, we would recommend. I can do the carbs. Yeah, you I can. Like go with some carbs. So to have your baguette and then let go of carbs for like a week. If you didn't know, when I worked at Camp with Angus, I had been Oh, yeah, you did win that. That paints a picture for you. Yeah, but I mean, like, everyone wants dad bod. I don't know. Do ladies still find it attractive? I'm going to say yes. We could Instagram poll this. I almost would be intrigued, but I don't actually want to find out the answer. <laughs> like, I'm going to put it on my main, and then we can, then I can tell you. And then, you know, plug my show a little bit more because, oh, man, I don't want just 15 listeners. I told you listeners last episode that I love you and I do love you. I need more of you. Speaking of throwbacks, I have that, you know that like dancing hamster song? Ooh, yeah. I have that stuck in my head right now. Wow, what a tune. And because of that, now I have Waterfalls by TLC locked in. Nice. So We're both suffering. We are suffering from great 90s tunes. Like, 10 out of 10. I hope that hamster... Like, what is that? A hamster dance? Something like that. Yeah. It was a banger. I remember listening to that in the car all the time. My sister and I loved it. I'm sure your parents loved it as well. I'm sure they did. I'm sure my mom definitely did not want to throw that CD out, ever. I feel like the hamster dance is, hamster dance is more or less the equivalent, the 90s equivalent of Baby Shark. Ooh. I was going to say, like, Gangnam Style. But yeah, you, I think you nailed that on the head. Well, because, like, Gangnam Style was more popular, like, it's popular more with adults, I would say. Like, yeah, we, we as adults all know Baby Shark, but none of us are going out of our way to talk about it, versus, like, Gangnam Style, we're like, oh, yeah, we all know the dance, and this is fun. And none of us know South Korean, but we pretend we do. We are cool. <laughs> we are cool. And fakers. Big fakers. Oh, so was in the scene. <laughs> mm, thank you. I'm going to love editing that down. Yeah, you are. Ooh. Again, like, for the podcasts that I listen to, they just make obnoxious loud noises. <laughs> I mean, I could also just wreck everyone's sound systems, including yours. It's kind of fun. Everybody doesn't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hear my own voice for it, at least an hour. At least an hour. That's the most frustrating thing is now I have to go back and listen to these. I have to get used to listening to me all the time. It's like, man, this guy's annoying as hell. Gotta love it. Yeah. When does anyone actually listen to this? We have 15 listeners. 15 listeners. Thanks, everyone. Love y'all. Maybe we can get double. Maybe if uh, we can get some clout. Is that the right term of clout? I guess. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know if you want to call clout the thing. <laughs> I don't know. You're a model. You're gaining an Instagram model. For podcasts, gaining 
recognition perhaps would be your word <laughs> you're an instagram model so like i don't know you you're the most clout i've got at this point semi-amateur instagram model <laughs> semi-amateur what is there below amateur green 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 model just not a model just not a model i don't know you've got the face of a model sometimes sometimes I don't know. with yeah. the right lighting yeah. right angles if you kind of close your eyes a little bit and you have at least three and a half years so if you're 50 yards away i look like a model i've also been told that i have a face for radio so you can join me on the radio up in dolphin 2021 hot dog hot diggity dog jokes i just want to move to new zealand and become a canadian in the market Let's be serious. I've got the most bastardized Canadian voice in the world. So yeah, we talked about that. We did. Loved it. But Kiwis want me back. I don't know if they just want me for my voice or what they want, but or if they just want me for friendship, which is probably more likely. Michael Jackson Also a jam. Okay, favorite Michael Jackson tune. Um. It's super tempting to say all the classics, like Thriller, Billie Jean, because those are definitely bangers. Um, before the word banger was really heard about as a musical term. But off of Michael's first solo off the wall, there's a song called Working Night that I really like, um, and Get On The Floor. Like, they're probably, what I would call quintessential like disco. Yeah. Which just like I mean that first album was really Oh yeah, like those are probably my two like favorite Michael Jackson songs. Other than like the classics. Of course. And like that one that the slow one. Oh um Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oof, super sad. And in the mirror, it's also good. Yeah, that's one of those ones that just isn't talked about enough, but great tune. Low-key underrated. Yeah. How come you're such a big music fan? Like, everyone likes music, but, like, you go deep into tunes. I had a lot of free time. We're <laughs> <laughs> being honest. Like, as a musician, I need to do my research. I need to take the time to, like, find new stuff and learn new music, like, recently, I got into the Doobie Brothers, because, like, the cover band that I'm in that has only played one gig ever, and for the, like, eight months that we've been together, um, one of our options was possibly a Doobie Brothers song, and I'm like, oh boy, it's gonna be some lame country whatever song, because I didn't know what the Doobie Brothers were, and then... I listen to them and like it's like this grooving rockin' tune and I'm like, where's this been all my life? Dang. Um and yeah, like because I have different musical influences with uh, my dad being a rock and roll guy and my jazz band, you know, um like jazz music and classical music is really memorable. The fact that ninety percent of the kids in my high school listen to rap music. Um Thank you, Westside Winnipeg. Yeah, thanks to Winnipeg. Um, like I've been able to explore many, many musical genres. So if you look over at my 
vinyl collection, hipster, um, you'll find a variety of um, genres of music. What's your uh, one album that you think everyone needs to listen to? Album and band. Hardest question you could ask. I know. That's a lot, but it's hard because I obviously want to give some give someone an album that I think they'll actually enjoy. So for me, being the um, punk rocker that I pretend that I am, the number one album in my mind, there's a band called August Friends Red. They have an album called Constellations. That's my favorite album of all time, arguably. Um, but not everyone can handle the like hours worth of screaming and like, aggressive drums um, because that's just not their style. I also say that um, front to back, Childish Gambino's "Awake um, Call," I believe it is. The one, the album with Redbone on it, yeah. that album is really well done. Um, if you like jazz, Stan Kenton and his orchestra, Stan Kenton 76. There's a song on there called My Funny Valentine. It's covered by, well, there's a singer's version that I like Ella Fitzgerald and all them perform, but this version isn't that version. Like that, that song just gets me like it's, a ballad it's just like um i mean if we're talking about virgin sons you know oh yeah it's their best album so if you like virgin sons check that out even though it's i know more but whatever i won't get into it <laughs> we've had this conversation i think we have, yeah when we drove our back from Calgary to Winnipeg we we had a probably a 45 minute conversation about it yeah and then months later you told me I was right yeah and somehow you've gone back but I won't hold that <laughs> they're both pretty tight albums yeah um yeah it really just depends on what people like so those are definitely some of the albums I would recommend um I recently I've gotten into Tyler the Creators and Boy, I think it is. Yeah. Well done. Um, like Anthony. Um. Okay, so if you could see one performer, who would you see? Like it's your last ever concert. My last ever concert. Your last concert. This is it. Obviously, I got a... Okay, so you got, like, one opener and the closing act. So it's, like, my dream... Dream tour? Your dream tour. <laughs> I mean, right off the hop, I would have to say, obviously, Red and Okay, and then what's the venue? Um, but... I had the option to see any concert ever. Um, you can also bring a band back from the dead for this as well. Um, I'd love to see like the classics, Freddie Mercury, Creed, Queen, the original one lineup because they don't 
platform anymore. Um, John Bottoms is dead. Yeah. Um, like any of the like famous jazz performers, Frank Sinatra, Gerald, um, Dizzy Gillespie, Kim Casey, um, any of those concerts, Yako Pistorius, um, arguably one of the most famous jazz bassists in the world. Um, Much good music. Yeah, especially for someone like you. Like, you know more music, you know more about music than anyone else I know. And I know some people who know music. My old man knows almost as much as you. Got 40 years on us, so. On the hard part, you say I know music, but like, I'm sure I'm almost guaranteed there are people who know more about me, which is on a competition. Obviously. No, no. Like, but like, you gotta be in top 5% of the world. For real. Perhaps, yeah. Like, like, there's obviously everyone who knows your niche is. Yeah. I'm sure you could find some person who knows every like, underground rap artist that's currently going through the ranks. Um, but for, a, like, for a broad spectrum kind of a person, the only person that I, like, I know of that could beat you is Alan Cross. You ever listen to that guy? I feel like his name has come up in conversation before. Yeah, if you get the chance, I think he's does some stuff. Uh, does a show out of Toronto and then gets broadcasted out Sunday mornings at nine. If you happen to be up and awake and listen to Power ninety seven here in Winnipeg. Yeah. Um, we don't have. We're not luxury enough to have Power ninety seven. Oh, um, Cliff Burton Metallica. So for those of you who don't know Metallica, um, the original bass player died in a bus crash. So. Um, if I could see that, like, original lineup. Um, so your two bands that you're going to go see, doesn't matter if they're the same genre or not, where are they? Who's opening and who's closing? All of them. All of them, wow. Festival. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I would say to see an opener, I would love to see... Yeah, definitely... Um, 70s, 80s Metallica, just so that I can see where Thrash came from, which is super cool. Yep. Uh, so we could even, like, I would say we could even get up to, like... Are we talking, like, Master of Puppets or uh, Ride the Lightning? I think we could probably Ride the Lightning. Um, and then as the closer... Yeah, probably like Count Basie Davis though. Wow. Because he's like the band itself is just so talented. I love the spectrum there. I don't like it's hard to decide because there's so many things right. that I would love to see. And it's hard too because there are bands that I've seen in my lifetime that have like come and gone like um I would have remembered it earlier. There's a band called Plea for Purging, and they released three albums from 2008 to 2014, and they toured only around the states. And just like, come on, man, just just come up to Winnipeg, yeah, come just on, please. And so that's one of the hard things for me, basically, 
likes music is that because I don't live in Vancouver, Toronto, or Chicago, Florida, California, any of those places, like, I don't see music. So you don't see the a lot of bands, but also being in Winnipeg, we have an opportunity to see a lot of good Canadian bands come through. Sure. So I, I'll counter you with that. And I think a lot of American, smaller American bands south of Winnipeg, it's because we're so close to the border. You say that, um, not to not to disprove your point, but the Canadian government kind of has it out for American bands. Mm. Because before what would happen is when they were coming into the country, all they'd have to do is pay like a $500 fee. Um, and then they could tour across Canada for um, tourists. But... Because of the way that Canada has reorganized their uh, taxes and levies for bands crossing the border for any American band, it's like a hundred dollars per person per day Ooh. across the border. So say if so say one band, you have four band members, three roadies. You're doing a five show tour. So you have say everyone was doing a hundred dollars and your tour was five days, that would be $3,500 yeah. per uh, Canadian tour, which... And let's face it, Canada's... Yeah, and Canada's way too big to be doing that stretch across. Like, if you were to do... Like, the Toronto to Manitoba stretch is way too long. You yeah. Know, you, from what I know, people would cut across that country, and then... And that drive across those five northern states is actually kind of nice. Yeah. I, I think I'd, I haven't done the north route up that way, but that's south route. That was nice. And it's quick. It is a little bit quicker, except for you can only do like 55 miles an hour down in Ma, not Montana, um, Minnesota, which is real frustrating, especially when you're a cowboy from Alberta. You need to be doing at least 125 kilometers an hour. What the hell is this? What do you mean I can only do 90k? I don't know. Right? Uh, you come from Redneck, Alberta, you got to be doing at least 20 over the speed limit. Yeah, you come from Winnipeg, you do 10 under all ways. Never merge. Right? That's the one thing I've actually noticed about the city is no, I've never seen anyone use their turn signals. Some do. Some like, do. I but try my best, but like... It, it, it's a rare phenomenon. Yeah, when you drive in Winnipeg, you become all of a sudden way more attentive just because you have to make sure you're you're going because obviously people are driving very slower in the wrong lane um but as well like we'll quickly turn without putting the signals on i remember our first road trip there and you were so nervous because i told you like just do 120 you're like no no like i gotta go like 110 if that and i was like nick come on man just a little bit faster i just don't want to pay for the speeding tickets yeah that's fair we were also super broke at that point yeah i want to save money yeah Go to Winnipeg three times a week because you're a servant. And yeah, I don't know how that worked out. I just I had money. I didn't look at my banking statement. I was like, all right, going to Winnipeg. See you guys in four hours. Yeah, even though I already worked an eight-hour day. You're a trooper, man. I don't know how you pulled all that crap off, but you did it. Red Bull. Red Bull sponsor me, right? Actually, just sponsor this podcast. I will give people free Red Bulls. Like then they can, like people can guess what kind of Red Bull it is. Hey, where's our uh, our beverage? Oh, like did you did you you didn't send me a DM of what your guess was for 
guess the drink. I couldn't figure it out. You just said it was a lager, and that was it. Yeah, that's the only hints I'm giving people. I don't know. Is it Budweiser, Bud Light, Corona, Molson Canadian? Well, you can't guess like uh, 18 guesses. You gotta send in one DM to tell yeah. me what kind of drink it is. I'm gonna send you eight DMs. Wow, you and better. Two memes. Well, you, yeah, the memes are expected at this point. They're the only things that get me through class in the morning. Breaking news, everyone. Angus doesn't pay attention in class. Big shocker. Still got a 2.88. Great. I don't know what that means. It means I've got like an 84 in my class, so I'm doing all right. My my future employer won't look at that. They'll be like, this guy showed up. He passed. He graduated. Now he works for us. Nice. And he said he's going to be the best, so we're taking a big old gamble on this guy. Taking a gamble. Ash Ketchum. What? Why? Look like I don't look like Ash. Yeah, but he wants to be the very best. Oh, like no one else. No one ever was. So to catch them is this his is real test. To train them is my cause. <laughs> Love it. Musical, their song. Always. Most times. Okay. Oh, um, actually, getting back to your conspiracy theory thing. What do you believe about that whole like Twitter thing where some people don't hear their own thoughts? Ooh, I hate that because like it just doesn't make sense. I mean, like how do you not think in words, but you just it just shows up, but it doesn't cognitively like to speak to you. Yeah, like I know that my brain has a dead zone where like things will just like it's like a white screen. Yeah, while you're waiting for the movie to roll or whatever, but like. There's never not a point where, like, I don't have something going on. Yeah, yeah, no, it's like, there's times when you can, like, shut down and just be like, do, 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 Yeah, like, when we are doing the lake track, there were, like, there were points where my brain was just watching the horizon, and I wasn't necessarily thinking of anything. Yeah. Like, like, it was on autopilot. Yeah, yeah, so, like, there's autopilot, autopilot times, but my understanding is, like, when they think, it just... The word shows up, but it's not the conversation. So it's like a text-based adventure in your head. Yeah, text-based adventure where, like, I've had some of my most creative conversations in my noggin. Pretty win all your arguments. Where I've won literally ninety-five percent of them. Sometimes the other half gets the best of me. Realize you're wrong. Oh, dang, and I'm still gonna go through with my terrible idea, even though I'm wrong. I mean, sometimes you have to. Yeah. Climbing down a 30-foot cliff to go down to the most southern point of New Zealand. You have three people telling you not to. No, I had two, a lot. Yeah. two people, and the one told me to go get the hat that was covered in sand. I think she did it out of morbid curiosity. Like when you got back up there, she was like, no, I don't want the hat. You didn't have it anymore. No, because I wasn't going to carry up a wet, sandy hat. Listen, there's things I'm willing to do for people, but, you know. Sister of a friend. Sister of a friend. Happens to be very attractive, but was dating someone at the time, so, you know. And is getting married. uh, She'll be getting married, I believe, in two days. Potentially. I don't know. Marriage Marriage within the next few days. So, you know, let it be. No jokes, I'm just going to have to go to break up another couple. 
another. Uh, that's also a lot of joke. I don't think I've ever done that. I hope not. I really you hope not. <laughs> there are things on the list of I can't do that and breaking up a couple is on that list. Especially if you do like if it's a toxic relationship where you don't want the girl at the end, then yes, do it. But you know, there's a way to do it. Tactful. Very tactful. That could be devastating. Very. Well, it's apparently twenty to eleven. I know, right? Yes. I was like, it's eleven twenty. Are you kidding me? No, it's. No. Again, exactly, just like um, you're brilliant, man. You are. That's why I love you. So, <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> he, he I just made fun of him. Yeah, I know. Well, I know, but they don't know. <laughs> um, is there any uh, last shout out you want to give some love, maybe to your mom? Yeah, shout out to my mom. If she wasn't here, I wouldn't be here. Uh, <laughs> also, shout no out. kidding. <laughs> shout out to your dad for helping out. Yes. Shout out to my dad for uh, making me who I am. Um, you don't know, my father passed away when I was 14, so I'm making a dead dad joke. Yay. This was really comfortable. Super comfortable. So there's that. Um, shout out to all the small touring bands across Canada and America. I know it may seem like a struggle now, but keep on going. Uh, shout out to those fighting injustices in the world. You're doing a good job. Keep on fighting the good fight. Um, shout out to any tattoo artist for listening to this. Please, if you need someone to tattoo, I am willing. Um, shout out to the youth of America, shout out to my homie JC, Johnny Cash, no, um, shout out to my homies who keep it real for me, y'all also know who you are, I don't think you listen to the podcast, but it is what it is, please listen to Adam on the podcast and listen to more podcasts. I'll just keep, like, spreading the first ideas in my mind. Um, shout out to stupid phone apps that help me make obnoxious noises, like this one. Um, shout out to my high school teachers, because that was awesome. Anyone else? <laughs> <laughs> I can go all night. You could. We could probably make an hour of people Adam shouts out. <laughs> There's like random people who I think about. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would say just go support your local scene, whatever that is. And when I say that, I mean, if you're into art, go to art shows. If you're into music, go to music shows. If you like dance, hit up the Royal Ballet or whatever style of dance you like. If there's something that you do that you want promoted, let me know. I'll try my best. Um, love others. Love yourself. Don't be satisfied with who you are right now. You can be comfortable, but always try and be growing. 
eat your fruits and vegetables. Uh, love your parents. Just like now. And um, yeah, I think I think that's it. Um, if I have anything else, I'll just I'll post it on Instagram. Thank you. Uh, any life quotes that you would personally get tattooed on your body? I mean, I did get fight the good fight tattooed on my body. Thank you. First, um, Timothy. Yes. Uh, I almost got nothing ventured, nothing gained tattooed on my body. Um, who knows? I'll get more. I'll probably get more motivational quotes. <laughs> Grind nine to five. Maybe. All right. Thank you so much for this hour and 15 minutes. I loved it. Best wishes, everyone. Angus Hout is out.